section thirty nine of junior classics volume five stories that never grow old this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. junior classics volume five stories that never grow old edited by william patton section thirty nine the interpreter shows christian many excellent things by john bunyan christian went on till he came to the house of the interpreter where he knocked over and over at last one came to the door and asked who was there christian sir here is a traveller who was bid by an acquaintance of the good man of this house to call here for my profit i would therefore speak with the master of the house so he called for the master of the house who after a little time came to christian and asked him what he would have christian sir said christian i am a man that am come from the city of destruction and am going to the mount zion and i was told by the man that stands at the gate at the head of this way that if i called here you would show me excellent things such as would be a help to me in my journey interpreter then said the interpreter come in i will show thee that which will be profitable to thee i saw moreover in my dream that the interpreter took him by the hand and had him into a little room where sat two little children each one in his chair the name of the eldest was passion and the name of the other patience passion seemed to be much discontent but patience was very quiet then christian asked what is the reason of the discontent of passion the interpreter answered the governor of them would have him stay for his best things till the beginning of the next year but he will have all now but patience is willing to wait then i saw that one came to passion and brought him a bag of treasure and poured it down at his feet the which he took up and rejoiced therein and withal laughed patience to scorn but i beheld but a while and he had lavished all away and had nothing left but rags christian then said christian to the interpreter expound this matter more fully to me interpreter so he said these two lads are figures passion of the men of this world and patience of the men of that which is to come for as here thou seest passion will have all now this year that is to say in this world so are the men of this world they must have all their good things now they cannot stay till next year that is until the next world for their portion of good that proverb a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush is of more authority with them 
than are all the divine testimonies of the good of the world to come but as thou sawest that he had quickly lavished all away and had presently left him nothing but rags so will it be with all such men at the end of this world christian then said christian now i see that patience has the best wisdom and that upon many accounts one because he stays for the best things two and also because he will have the glory of his when the other has nothing but rags interpreter nay you may add another to wit the glory of the next world will never wear out but these are suddenly gone therefore passion had not so much reason to laugh at patience because he had his good things first as patience will have to laugh at passion because he had his best things last for first must give place to last because last must have his time to come but last gives place to nothing for there is not another to succeed he therefore that hath his portion first must needs have a time to spend it but he that hath his portion last must have it lastingly therefore it is said of dives in thy lifetime thou receivedst thy good things and likewise lazardus evil things but now he is comforted and thou art tormented christian then i perceive tis not best to covet things that are now but to wait for things to come interpreter you say truth for the things which are seen are temporal but the things that are not seen are eternal but though this be so yet since things present and our fleshly appetite are such near neighbors one to another and again because things to come and carnal sense are such strangers one to another therefore it is that the first of these so suddenly fell into amity and that distance is so continued between the second then i saw in my dream that the interpreter took christian by the hand and led him into a place where was a fire burning against a wall and one standing by it always casting much water upon it to quench it yet did the fire burn higher and hotter then said christian what means this the interpreter answered this fire is the work of grace that is wrought in the heart he that casts water upon it to extinguish and put it out is the devil but in that thou seest the fire notwithstanding burn higher and hotter thou shalt also see the reason of that so he had him about to the back side of the wall where he saw a man with a vessel of oil in his hand of the which he did also continually cast but secretly into the fire then said christian what means this 
the interpreter answered this is christ who continually with the oil of his grace maintains the work already begun in the heart by the means of which notwithstanding what the devil can do the souls of his people prove gracious still and in that thou sawest that the man stood behind the wall to maintain the fire that is to teach thee that it is hard for the tempted to see how this work of grace is maintained in the soul i saw also that the interpreter took him again by the hand and led him into a pleasant place where was builded a stately palace beautiful to behold at the sight of which christian was greatly delighted he saw also upon the top thereof certain persons walking who were clothed all in gold then said christian may we go in thither then the interpreter took him and led him up toward the door of the palace and behold at the door stood a great company of men as desirous to go in but durst not there also sat a man at a little distance from the door at a table side with a book and his inkhorn before him to take the name of him that should enter therein he saw also that in the doorway stood many men in armor to keep it being resolved to do the men that would enter what hurt and mischief they could now was christian somewhat in amaze at last when every man started back for fear of the armed men christian saw a man of a very stout countenance come up to the man that sat there to write saying set down my name sir the which when he had done he saw the man draw his sword and put an helmet upon his head and rushed toward the door upon the armed men who laid upon him with deadly force but the man not at all discouraged fell to cutting and hacking most fiercely so after he had received and given many wounds to those that attempted to keep him out he cut his way through them all and pressed forward into the palace at which there was a pleasant voice heard from those that were within even of those that walked upon the top of the palace saying come in come in eternal glory thou shalt win so he went in and was clothed with such garments as they then christian smiled and said i think verily i know the meaning of this now said christian let me go hence nay stay said the interpreter till i have showed thee a little more and after that thou shalt go on thy way so he took him by the hand again and led him into a very dark room where there sat a man in an iron cage now the man to look on seemed very sad he sat with his eyes looking down to the ground his hands folded together and he sighed as if he would break his heart then said christian what means this 
at which the interpreter bid him talk with the man then said christian to the man what art thou the man answered i am what i was not once christian what wast thou once man the man said i was once a fair and flourishing professor both in mine own eyes and also in the eyes of others i once was as i thought fair for the celestial city and had then even joy at the thoughts that i should get thither christian well but what art thou now man i am now a man of despair and am shut up in it as in this iron cage i cannot get out oh now i cannot christian but how camest thou in this condition man i left off to watch and be sober i laid the reins upon the neck of my lusts i sinned against the light of the word and the goodness of god i have grieved the spirit and he is gone i tempted the devil and he is come to me i have provoked god to anger and he has left me i have so hardened my heart that i cannot repent then said christian to the interpreter but are there no hopes for such a man as this ask him said the interpreter christian then said christian is there no hope but you must be kept in the iron cage of despair man no none at all christian why the son of the blessed is very pitiful man i have crucified him to myself afresh i have despised his person i have despised his righteousness i have counted his blood an unholy thing i have done despite to the spirit of grace therefore i have shut myself out of all the promises and there now remains to me nothing but threatenings dreadful threatenings fearful threatenings of certain judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour me as an adversary christian for what did you bring yourself into this condition man for the lusts pleasures and profits of this world in the enjoyment of which i did then promise myself much delight but now every one of those things also bite me and gnaw me like a burning worm christian but canst thou not now repent and turn man god hath denied me repentance his word gives me no encouragement to believe yea himself hath shut me up in this iron cage nor can all the men in the world let me out o eternity eternity how shall i grapple with the misery that i must meet with in eternity interpreter then said the interpreter to christian let this man's misery be remembered by thee and be an everlasting caution to thee christian well said christian this is fearful 
god help me to watch and be sober and to pray that i may shun the cause of this man's misery sir is it not time for me to go on my way now interpreter tarry till i shall show thee one thing more and then thou shalt go thy way so he took christian by the hand again and led him into a chamber where there was one rising out of bed and as he put on his raiment he shook and trembled then said christian why doth this man thus tremble the interpreter then bid him tell to christian the reason of his so doing so he began and said this night as i was in my sleep i dreamed and behold the heavens grew exceeding black also it thundered and lightened in most fearful wise that it put me into an agony so i looked up in my dream and saw the clouds rack at an unusual rate upon which i heard a great sound of a trumpet and saw also a man sit upon a cloud attended with the thousands of heaven they were all in flaming fire also the heavens were in a burning flame i heard then a voice saying arise ye dead and come to judgment and with that the rocks rent the graves opened and the dead that were therein came forth some of them were exceeding glad and looked upward and some sought to hide themselves under the mountains then i saw the man that sat upon the cloud open the book and bid the world draw near yet there was by reason of a fierce flame which issued out and came from before him a convenient distance betwixt him and them as betwixt the judge and the prisoners at the bar i heard it also proclaimed to them that attended on the man that sat on the cloud gather together the tares the chaff and stubble and cast them into the burning lake and with that the bottomless pit opened just whereabout i stood out of the mouth of which there came in an abundant manner smoke and coals of fire with hideous noises it was also said to the same persons gather my wheat into the garner and with that i saw many catched up and carried away into the clouds but i was left behind i also sought to hide myself but i could not for the man that sat upon the cloud still kept his eye upon me my sins also came into my mind and my conscience did accuse me on every side upon this i awaked from my sleep christian but what was it that made you so afraid of this sight man why i thought that the day of judgment was come and that i was not ready for it but this frighted me most that the angels gathered up several and left me behind also the pit of hell opened her mouth just where i stood my conscience too afflicted me and as i thought 
the judge had always his eye upon me showing indignation in his countenance then said the interpreter to christian hast thou considered all these things christian yes and they put me in hope and fear interpreter well keep all things so in thy mind that they may be as a goad in thy sides to prick thee forward in the way thou must go then christian began to gird up his loins and address himself to his journey then said the interpreter the comforter be always with thee good christian to guide thee in the way that leads to the city so christian went on his way end of section thirty nine